The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Publishing Today Radio, where aspiring authors, thought leaders, business owners, and others with a story to tell discover resources, helpful tips, and sage advice. Join Athena Dean Holtz, publishing industry expert, author, speaker, and independent publishing pioneer as she brings to the forefront experts who provide the information you need to succeed. And now, here's Athena. Well, welcome to Publishing Today, Clear Direction for a Changing Industry. I'm your host, Athena Dean Holtz, and our topic for today's show is the power of connecting with readers. In this day and age, the art of connecting with your readers is perhaps the most important of all. In order to stand out from the crowd and have your message heard, you must engage your audience in creative ways and endear them to yourself as the author. This takes intentional action steps where you, as the author, reach your readers to inspire stimulate and evoke authentic emotion and meaningful response. There are so many ways to accomplish this, but how do you know which one would work best for you? How do you discover the most effective strategies? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because we are going to talk to some great people today who are very talented in the publishing industry, have just a depth of wisdom that uh, you don't get every day, uh, and so I'm very excited to have them with us. But before I introduce them to you and we start the discussion, let me tell you a little bit about each one of them. In fact, as I'm, go- as I'm doing this, call or text a friend, have them tune in on voiceamerica.com. Once they're at the site, all they have to do is type in publishing today into the search bar, and they'll be able to listen live. During the entire show, I'll be interviewing Suzanne and Sean Kuhn. And for those of you who don't know them, Suzanne Kuhn is a sought-after national speaker, retail columnist, and the founder of Suzy Q. After more than 25 years working in bookstore, retail, and event sales, Suzanne Kuhn launched Suzy Q in 2010. Suzy Q is a full-service author promotion firm that works with authors, publishers, and literary agents, providing coaching, training, and brand development, as well as coordination of live events. Suzanne enjoys working with authors at every level, including pre-published, self-published, and New York Times bestselling. Sean Kuhn joined the Suzy Q team in 2011 as the co-owner and vice president of a bargain bookstore chain for more than 25 years, he has bought and sold millions of books over the course of his career. Sean offers Suzy Q clients, including authors who are, again, pre-published, self-published, 
and all the way up to New York Times bestselling authors, guidance and support in all aspects of their book careers with the ultimate goal of reaching their target audience. So this is going to be an incredible show filled with insight and wisdom from some amazing experts in the Christian publishing world. If, you, if you've just joined us now, you're listening to Publishing Today, and I'm your host, Athena Dean Holtz, and we're broadcasting on voiceamerica.com, the world leader in online media broadcasting, and the largest producer and distributor of live internet-based talk radio. You can connect with me on the web at publishingtodayradio.com, on Facebook at Publishing Today Radio, and on Twitter, my handle is Athena underscore on the air. Now, if you're listening live on Voice America Variety Channel online on voiceamerica.com, welcome to the show today. For those of you who are listening to an archived show, I'd love for you to download the Voice America app onto your smartphone so you can listen in real time and even if you're on the go. So, all right, let's get this show on the road. Suzanne and Sean, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Athena. It's great to be here with you. Yes, very much. Um, Exciting to be here with your listeners and to talk about publishing and reaching readers. Awesome. So let's start with just hearing a little bit about your background, how you ended up helping authors the way that you do now with Suzy Q. Well, um, Sean had, as you mentioned in his bio, he's he had a chain of bookstores with a business partner, and he actually opened his first one while we were still dating. We weren't even engaged yet. And so um, my, a lot of my experience came working side-by-side side with Sean in that retail environment in bookstores, and I was an assistant buyer. I would go in and do training with him um, in stores and things like that. So from there, um, I had we had the opportunity to travel as part of Karen Kingsbury's team to her eWomen events, um, and that was about five years ago. We traveled with her for about a year, and I really saw how my skill set in particular could come alongside an author and help them connect with their readers, but also boost their sales on site. And so with that, we started kicking around the idea of Suzy Q. And at a certain point, Sean said, it's time to go. And he pushed me in the deep end of the water. And, <laughs> and that's how Suzy Q began. That's great. So, um, Sean, did you start right at the very, it sounds like you came in a little later uh, into the Suzy Q team, even though it sounds like it was kind of your brainchild, but how'd that happen? Well, our, our, the book business was winding down for us. Uh, the book business, we're still very bullish on the book business and on selling books and that people are reading books. Uh, our particular brand of retail was in outlet centers and the handwriting was on the wall mm. when we had a store that was doing a half a million dollars in an outlet center and our landlord would not renew our lease. And that was because we were selling, our average book was selling at five ninety nine, and they could bring in a brand name handbag designer that would sell their average item at $100 and the difference was between uh, half a million dollars in sales and $3 million in sales and landlords make 
most of their money uh, on percentage rent where you make you sell above what they call the natural break and that's probably far more than any of you want to know except oh, that's that that's great i i uh, didn't even i didn't realize that 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 in a lot of those situations the landlords actually make a percentage of of the sales so that's so, yeah yep so that's what they were interested in but we had at one point we had one of the top uh grossing independent book Christian bookstores in the United States. Um, then we also had some general market bargain bookstores. Um, the first time I learned about the power of an author was at one of our stores on the way to the beach, mostly in a uh, was an upscale uh, outlet shopping center. And uh, we had this author that came to us, and uh, he was a uh, 30-something uh, African-American Rastafarian with dreadlocks that was selling a poetry book. And he said, hey, can I do a book event at your store? And we were very friendly and community-minded, and we said, yes, you can, but didn't put much stock into it, but just said, hey, come, you know, we welcome everybody. Well, he said, I don't want to be in the store. I'd like to be on the sidewalk. So I said, oh, that's interesting. So yes, you can. And then he set his books up on the table and proceeded to engage people as they came down the sidewalk. And he was amazing. Hmm. And he would sell 25, 30 books. And I can assure you, that nobody came to that outlet center that day saying, I want to buy a Rastafarian <laughs> African-American poetry book. Right, right. But because he knew that the key was his engaging himself as an author with readers, he made a connection. And, and it is that very connection that we encourage our authors to do, to connect with readers. Mm. And not that you necessarily want to go home with a book that you said, why didn't you? <laughs> why did I buy this? Because that wasn't the case. They bought it because they related to him. Mm -hmm. And, and they, were, they went home, and I can assure you, most of the people that went home that night were reading the book, and even more so, his voice was in their head while they read those poems. And so uh, much of what we do is taken from both our life experience on the road and our life experience with, uh, with readers or with uh, authors on the bookstore level. I love that story. That is so good. Now, in case you've just joined us, you're listening to Publishing Today, Clear Direction for a Changing Industry. I'm your host, Athena Dean Holtz, and we're broadcasting on the Voice America Network. We are talking today about the power of connecting with readers with Sean and Suzanne Kuhn of Suzy Q. And uh, let's kind of transition into a foundational question um, why don't you guys share with us the three questions that every author must ask? Athena, that's um, actually great to start off with. Basically, I want to um, 
to lay the foundation here by saying that a writer who has no readers is basically a diarist. And that's fine, but if a writer is looking to share their message or share their stories, they need to um, they need to have readers. They need to have an audience. So we start with three questions when we start working with an author, and that is they are, um, the first one is, so what? The second one is, who cares? And the third question is, why you? And that is the starting point that every author really needs to answer those three questions. The most compelling reason for someone to buy your book is not so that you get another contract or because you have a garage full of books or because they're your family and they feel obligated. So we, we start with asking these questions, and sometimes uh, an author might think, well, these are hard, cruel questions. Especially to be. when Sean's the one asking yeah, them. <laughs> you know, so, you know, well, I wrote this book. So what? <laughs> you know, and then, well, it's about that. Who cares? And then, you know, the last question is why you? But, but if you can answer these questions and and go through the exercise of answering these questions you can also then begin to identify who is your audience and and the compelling reasons that people would have to uh buy and read your book and so these are very very important foundational questions agreed so then as an author is thinking through this and as you like work with authors and take them through this process, you're really helping them define what makes them unique, what, uh, what they're bringing to the table that someone needs to know. And so it seems like those foundational questions would help with a whole lot of different areas in even the you know tagline and the uh, copy that you would create to sales copy for their book i mean those are some real important questions to answer i sounds like to me agreed yes they are they really are very very important and and the more that you again jump into them uh, the more it gives you something it gives you a foundation uh, to build on, because let's say you have written a book about uh, post-abortion trauma, and and so the so what is well, this is a, a serious subject. Who cares? Well, women that have experienced this, but but there are probably still a couple hundred books published on this subject already. So, what really makes the book? unique to you is answering why you why are you the person to address this issue and mm. and what makes the perspective that you bring the passion the insight the uh the need to reach and share your story what makes that important and then that makes that uniquely you well and another aspect of that as well is that oftentimes, particularly with nonfiction, um, there are many other books 
addressing the same topic. And so an author really needs to understand the why you part of it so that they can know what's their angle or what's specific to them, their uniqueness, as you said, Athena. That is so, uh, I mean, not only for an author, it builds confidence and it helps them distill uh, even their elevator pitch. Uh, You know, anytime somebody, uh, the subject comes up, to understand why them and why they're qualified to write what they've written. Um, wow. That's just a, it's so simple, but it's so powerful. And so much of what we do is to encourage our authors to step into the mantle uh, that God has given them in being an author. You know, uh, Susie likes to quote that, uh, of the people uh, in the United States population wishes or secretly desires to write a book. Now, if you go on Amazon, it looks like all 81% are, but that is not the truth. And so that, as Susie will say, you are living as an author, uh, both published and pre-published. But if you've written your book, you are living most people's other dream. And so we want first authors, first and foremost, to realize this great accomplishment they've made. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as easy as it is to get published these days, there's still the fact that a person did, they sat down in the chair and did what it took to get a manuscript completed, which is most people will never do that. Mm -hmm. So it is, it's a big deal. Well, I'll tell you what, I want to get into some um, other areas, and uh, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a break now, uh, a little bit early, and then um, we're going to just be right back after this break, and I, I want to ask you, when if you could be thinking about this during the break, um, I want to ask you to share with us what your secret is, because you guys have always been incredibly creative in working with authors. And so I, I, we, we want to hear what your secret is, but we will be right back with this break. Don't go away. We'll be back. Hi, this is Shannon Etheridge, relationship coach, speaker, and author of over 20 books, including the million-copy best-selling Every Woman's Battle series. It was over 15 years ago that I was struggling to navigate through this publishing world, and Athena Dean was one of the first people that I encountered in this industry. Now, we've stayed in touch ever since then because she was such an encourager then, and she's still an encouragement to me today. What a mover and a shaker for God's kingdom, and I have no doubt that Redemption Press is living up to its name. Has anyone ever told you you should write a book? Athena Dean Holtz here, and I've been involved in the publishing industry as an author, blogger, coach, and publisher for over 25 years. One thing I've found is everyone has a story. It just takes the right team to help get it onto paper and then into a book that has the potential to touch lives. Give us a call today. The toll-free number is 844-2-REDEEM. That's 844-2-REDEEM. 273-3336 Like us on Facebook 
or visit our site at authorsincharge.com. We would love to walk with you through your publishing journey. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Well, welcome back to Publishing Today, Clear Direction for a Changing Industry, broadcasting on the Voice America Network. I'm your host, Athena Dean Holtz, and we are continuing on with our show on the power of connecting with readers with Suzanne and Sean Kuhn of Suzy Q. And right before we went to break, we I asked them the question, what is their secret for being so creative in the way they work with authors? So let's have it, guys. Fess up. Well, one one of the secrets is being transparent. So uh, during the break, we both looked at each other with the look of death that and and then decided, well, there is a secret. And the secret is that uh, you, the author, really are the secret to finding your audience and reaching your audience. And we, as coaches, uh help you discover many times what is right within your reach. Uh, but, but just like when we were designing our own website, we needed someone to come and help us find those things that we, in, in one sense, already knew. That's what we do with our authors. You know, uh, prior to uh, Suzanne and I meeting, and back in the late 70s, early 80s, I hate to confess that I owned a lime green double-knit leisure suit. Ooh. Oh, how I with, wish we had a photo of that. With oh. black accent stitching. Ooh. And, and those of you who are not old enough to realize, but the double-knit clothing – They were really very smooth and contoured. There was one problem. If they caught anything, they would start to pull. And and you might go buy a piece of wood or something and you'd get this little pull in your suit. Well, the worst thing about a double knit is on that rare occasion, you could pull a thread and literally part of your whole sleeve would fall off. (laughs) Because you would just catch the right thread. Well, what we do with authors is it's like that double-knit suit. We explore and inspect with them their platform, their reach, uh, their interests, and and it's like pulling at a thread. Sometimes we just have a little thread and we have a little hole that will come in that suit. And sometimes – if we pull the right thread, that sleeve will start to come off. And, and so that's some of what we do. We just help you find. Now, we take our experience with all of our other authors and uh, such and meld that together. Great answer. Great answer. And, and you know, I mean, I, I've seen 
just it, you guys interact at different conferences that I've been at. And, you know, I can just tell with the experience that you have and, and knowing the right questions to ask, it's kind of like the Holy Spirit gives you sometimes some insight that just the author wouldn't have without you in the mix. And so I loved, I love to see that uh, in action in you guys. Thank you. We really do pray. We take it very seriously and it's, um, it's a little um, intimidating to realize that, you know, each of our clients, they're coming to us and we're speaking into their lives and we really, um, we really pray about and hope that we catch a vision of what God has planted in their heart and that we can help fan the flame. Um, but Athena, you picked up on, on an area where if I'm looking for the secret sauce, I think so much of what we do is relation, relational based, mm. um, it's about the relationship we have with the author. It's about building relationships with the author and their readers. It's about building relationships with booksellers. It's about relationships and allowing authors to kind of come out of that sell that sales point of view mm-hmm. and understand that if you build relationships with your readers, you will sell more books. Mm. Exactly. Especially as you build that relationship and you become a resource of just great content there instead of a salesman of great content. Yes. Boy, that people appreciate that and they and if it's something that resonates with them, they want more. Exactly. If I can tell just really quickly a story. I have a very dear friend who um was doing a book signing in a store and she she was just panicking. And so I finally said, all right, pick up the phone. Let's get on the phone and I'm going to talk you through this. And it wasn't an event that I was able to be at with her. And basically I said, you are one of the most caring, loving people I have ever met. You've got such a nurturing heart about you and you're so compassionate. I said, let me ask you this. If you knew that God was sending you to this particular bookstore and you were going to meet one person and have an impact on their life, would you go? And she said, well, of course I would. And I said, then that's all you need to think about Hmm. is how can you touch their lives? And I said to her, now what you're going to see is they're going to buy your book as you're connecting with them. And that was exactly what happened. She sold a ton of books. She was thrilled with the signing the store was thrilled with the signing, but the most important thing was she was authentically herself and she connected with people. Mm, good story. That's a, that's a great example. So, okay, um, with the demise of so many bookstores, I'm just curious how you guys have changed your strategy in that area. I would say we've not changed it a whole lot, to be very honest, um, What we're seeing on the retail side of the industry is that, yes, bookstores are closing, but bookstores that are event-driven and independent bookstores, um, independent Christian bookstores in particular, are really seeing their sales come up because people are still reading. They're still buying books. Um, the The other piece to it, if any of my retailer friends hear this, they might cringe a little bit, but it's true. Books are discovered in bookstores. And so we 
continue to encourage our authors to connect with bookstores because even if their book is not purchased in that bookstore, it is oftentimes gone and purchased online or through other avenues. And that is so true. Um, a We will tell our authors, you know, that to have distribution into a bookstore, first of all, you have to give a retailer the same reason to buy your book as you do a, an individual reader. Agreed. Exactly. And so you still have to have relationships there. But But beyond that, you know, until you're selling in numbers of over 10,000 through the retail chains or through the retail channel, we tell all of our authors to look at uh, distribution into bookstores. And if you get into a bookstore as break-even PR mm-hmm. and that, and that it makes, you'd rather be on the shelf and be discoverable than just be uh, an electronic footprint in some digital store. And so that's our encouragement to offer. And, and I like that you, that's a very realistic way to put it, a, a break-even uh, PR or advertisement. Pro, I mean, however you said that, that because, I mean, people think, oh, I'm going to get in all the stores, I'm going to make a million dollars. No, um, no, you're probably not. But you need, the, I mean, that is a strategy where you you want to be you want to be found, you want to be noticed, but don't look at it as a big money maker. Exactly. Okay, so is there ever a good time to do a book signing? Sure. Um, if you're looking for an actual like day and time. Saturdays are great. Um, We like around one or two in the afternoon. Two to four is really prime. Um, But if you're looking for generally, is there a good time? Always during the launch of a book is a great time. Um, We Now, we're a little different than traditional publishing. Um, A lot of traditional publishing houses will only really market a book when it's first coming out for the launch, which is great. You need to do that. You need to raise the water level when, a, when you're launching a book. However, just because your book is now backlist doesn't mean it won't still sell. And that's where we see a lot of times where we get the most pushback from authors and we try to, we're trying to reprogram their thinking and their mindset. Because if their book, let's say it's a, a Christmas book, well, they should be doing a book signing around the holidays. Um, or let's say it's, we just did a signing with one of our clients that it's letters that he wrote to his daughter. That would be a great Father's Day uh, book signing event or a graduation book signing event. So we're also always trying to figure out where does the topic or the, the genre fit in um, with, with the entire, you know, with the seasons of life. And I would say until you've sold, you know, 50,000 to 100,000 books, that horse still has gas in it, mm-hmm. which is a mixed metaphor, but it works anyhow. Well, and traditionally, too, <laughs> what, what, what authors will find is that retailers, they don't care if your book is just coming out or not. Right, right. They love having authors come in to do events because they like the fact that an author will drive traffic into their store and across their threshold. 
In fact, we had an author come to us that the publisher told her that uh, they were not going to give her another contract unless she sold the rest of her original print run and drove the book into a second, a second printing. Mm. And so this book that had been out almost a full year, uh, this author went and after some coaching, went and started ga- engaging some bookstores, and I'll really speed the story up, but in one place in Tennessee, she did three book signings, one in an independent Christian bookstore, one in a uh, a chain Christian bookstore, and another in a, a general market chain bookstore, and averaged 20 books per location. The important thing to, in, in this statement is to understand that the average bookstore signing sells four books. Right. I was going to say, 20 is good. 20 is good. 25 times the average. <laughs> but here is the, the, where it really makes sense. Because you say, oh, well, that's just 20 books. But this author sold uh, five times uh, above the average because she engaged with people. But here's the proof of engagement. A month later, she went back and checked her Amazon numbers by region, and she had sold 70 books on Amazon in that region in Tennessee. Why? Mm. Because her level of connection was so strong on the personal side that people went home and talked about that author, which then generated sales across other channels, including 70 books in the Amazon channel. Wow. That's a great, that's a great story. Now, one thing I want to just tie back to and just emphasize that you brought up was, uh, you know, tying book signings into holidays that fit with the content and, but even current events, anytime there's something going on that ties in with your content or a holiday that ties in with your content, that's a great reason. And, I mean, you can, they can't put you off. That's a great reason to get media. It's a great reason to schedule a book signing because it's timely. And so I just wanted to emphasize that's a great point to really make it work. It, it really is. And now, uh, Athena, if you'll allow me, I'm going to just uh, turn the tables on Suzanne and I'm going to interview her and say, Suzanne, what happens, though, if the retailer and myself as an author, we do our best shot and no one signs up. It's just the author, no shows the up? retailer, and the crickets. What okay. happens? <laughs> so he meant to ask, what if nobody shows up, not signs up? <laughs> oh, signs up, signs up. That's all right. We get it. <laughs> it's a different, totally different meaning. Well, what I like to say, and if I'm in front of a crowd, I'll actually hunch down a little bit, rub my hands together, and I'll say, aha, now you've been given a private audience with the king. And the king being um, the retailers, the bookstore associates that are the ones that will hand sell your book. Mm-hmm. I sell more. And this is, again, between Sean and I, we have more than 50 years combined experience specifically in bookstore retail. You're old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we know that we always would sell more of what we loved. If we had an author that we loved that maybe wasn't as well known, we would sell more of their books just because we loved them. And so when nobody shows up or there's a poor turnout, we really 
train our authors and prepare them for this is your time to shine. This is your time to become the resource, to win them over, to pray with them. Whatever it is you can do to connect that you're comfortable with because they will talk about you, the author, for unlimited time to come. And so you might have a book event for just one hour or at, by God's grace, two hours in a whole year. But for 360 plus days a year, these frontliners, these booksellers are interacting with hungry readers every day. And if they've had a good connection with you as an author, these people will hand sell your book day in and day out. And I've seen authors become, as we would say in the book business, a never out on the shelf because of a strong relationship forged with retailers. That is such a great story and such a great example because, I mean, I've seen authors that, you know, nobody shows up and they sit behind their table and they pout because nobody showed up. And boy, you want to make the most of every opportunity and you've got all those booksellers there. You are so right. Build relationship with them and make that connection because they could be uh, cheerleaders for you that you you never would have had otherwise. Agreed. And we've actually, we have, a, I share often a story, I won't say the author's name, but we've had an experience in one of our bookstores that is, is in a regional area that there are a lot of fiction books written about this particular geographic area. And we had one of the A-list authors come in to do a signing with us, and there was a freak um, weather pattern that came through storms hail it was ridiculous and basically nobody showed up (laughs) for the signing and she sat behind her table and pouted as you Mm -hmm. described and as soon as the signing was over the door was locked and the employees turned to sean and said do we ever have to have her back and then they went further do we really have to sell her books now Whoa. They were so turned off yep. by her attitude. Yeah. Wow. Well, that is a great lesson for every author out there to learn without having to go through it. You, you can learn from somebody else's mess up. Uh, boy, be gracious. Be concerned with the people that are there. Be uh, prayerful find out how you can pray for them i mean what you you're there you might as well make the most of that time and i just love that i love that and it can i mean people are going to see who you are and so if you really do care about people they're going to see that and uh you know they're going to want to help you get that message out there so i love that we're you know what it's time for us to take another break so we are going to take a quick break We'll be right back with Suzanne and Sean Kuhn from Suzy Q talking about the power of connecting with readers. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Ever thought about writing a book to tell your story, inspire others, or fulfill a calling in your life? 
Putting your words on paper is a frightening yet thrilling process that can result in untold lives being touched. The professionals at Redemption Press will walk with you through the process of creating a product you will be proud of. My book was extremely personal, very close to my heart, my baby. From the first call I made to Redemption, Athena and her staff tended to this child like it was their own. My manuscript was very involved, including not only text, but also photographs of my artwork. My project manager was so patient and helpful. She was in it for the long haul. Whether it was through phone calls or emails, every staff member at Redemption involved in the publishing process made me feel like I was a person and that my book was their priority. Give Redemption Press a call today at 844-2-REDEEM. Like them on Facebook or go to AuthorsInCharge.com for more information. Adoption changes a family forever for the adopters as well as the adoptees. There are many adjustments that need to be made from lifestyle to financial and the personal rewards are unlimited. Listen every week for Your Adoption Coach with Kelly Ellison. We will examine in detail such topics as international and domestic adoption. We will talk with adoption professionals and hear stories about real families adopting. If you've been thinking about adoption or recently began the process, you'll want to tune in to be inspired every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety, with a weekly replay on Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Welcome back to Publishing Today, Clear Direction for a Changing Industry, broadcasting on the Voice America Network. I'm your host, Athena Dean Holtz, and we are continuing on with our show on the power of connecting with readers. Been having a great conversation with Suzanne and Sean Kuhn, and we're going to kind of wrap up a little bit on this, um, the bookstore book signing events, a kind of live event topic, and then move into a little bit on social media. So Suzanne, can you share a little bit of, you know, some of the most creative, different live events that you've been part of and some that were great and some that kind of bombed just so we can kind of get both sides of the spectrum? Sure. Um, So we, one of the reasons that we beat the drum on having events is, is again, it's that whole relation, that relationship piece. It's so important. And the live event allows, allows an author to do that. But I will say most writers, most authors are more comfortable behind the screen of their computer than they are out in public. So mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the elements that we're really looking for when we are recommending to do book signings or things of that nature is we're asking the author and trying to find out what they're comfortable with. That's Most good. It's, it's really important that they're not forcing an issue. Um, we met an author several years back at a big trade show, a general market trade show, and her publisher said to me, introduced to me and said, what would you do with her? And she was very shy. She was actually a little paranoid. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't want a digital footprint. She wanted to sell lots of books, but she never wanted to go out in public. She was very socially awkward. And so I, I talked with her some, and then I pulled her publisher aside, and I said, 
basically her books need to be all done under a pen name. I would recommend that you pull the book she's already done, um, change the title, same, change some of the content, and put them back out with the pen name. Because she is so uncomfortable that she will make anybody that, that she meets, she's going to make them uncomfortable. And I was quite concerned that she would have a panic attack. So with her, I recommended doing online events where she could have somebody really directing all of it. And all she had to do was show up. So basically she had a handler. And her pen name would serve as her alter ego. So it would uh, answer some of her nervousness of, you know, would people get my, you know, you know, come into my personal space and it gave her a level of confidence. And that's really what Suzanne is so good at is looking at and helping you find a way rather than just, and, and quite honestly, she's much better at this than I was. Cause I was looking and saying, this is a fool's errand. This person is shy, retiring. Nothing's going to happen here. And Suzanne did just what she does all the time. She pulled a rabbit out of the hat and it was a very good strategy. Well, and I, I love that, that, you know, we've kind of forgotten that, uh, you don't ha- be, you can be in person online and not, I mean, that's great. That's genius to well, take that venue and utilize it when someone just doesn't have what it takes to be able to be personable one-on-one. Now on the other side of it, we have done events at bookstores where, you know, we're, we're not, we don't have a line out the door, but we have a steady flow and those, what makes them effective is, again, it's that level of engagement. Um, I tell our authors that they need to have four or five standby um, icebreaker questions or statements that mm-hmm. they can draw people in. And so I'll tell them when I'm working with them and I'm right at their side, I'll tell them, listen to what I say, because I say the same things over and over again, but the new person in front of us doesn't know what we said to five people, the, you know, the five people in front of them. And so we can rotate them. So it's, you know, how are you doing today? Um, isn't it a beautiful day out? So glad to meet you. Um, what are you in the store looking for today? It's all kinds of questions. It's never usually, hey, buy my book. <laughs> right. You want to buy my book? <laughs> You know, um, I always notice shoes. And so I'll tell authors, you know, if you're into shoes like I am and you see a cute pair of shoes, say, oh, my gosh, those are a cute pair of shoes or whatever it is. Um, So bookstore signings, that is a lot of times it's that engagement and figuring out what what our authors can can work with that they would be comfortable with and having those questions or those statements on hand that they know this is all I have to say really helps them um, to, to get out of their, their shyness or their awkwardness um, and out of, out of their own heads really is that's, what we're doing. That's good. And when you give them a script, basically, yes. that's just one line, it does, it takes away all that nervousness because then, then you kind of get into it, you get comfortable with it and, you know, you can actually, you know, just, it can go from there and, uh, you can be way more comfortable breaking that ice. That's good. Now, now on, on the subject of live events, um, 
You've talked a lot about bookstore, that venue. Are there, what other kind of live events have you done uh, that have been a, a, you know, a different venue or have you? Well, we've done uh, a live event at a uh, coffee shop. Okay. Or actually okay. it was a, a bakery cupcake, one of these uh, like famous cupcake stores that was here in Lynchburg. What was very interesting is that the author, and I wanted, I'm glad you brought that up because this was rattling around my mind, but then I was mesmerized by Suzanne and I forgot this thought. Well, of course. <laughs> and, uh, but the author uh, wanted to read from their book. Now, I will tell you that in 85% of all author events, I recommend authors never read from their books. Because in my opinion, the author either doesn't pick the right section, they read for too long, Mm. or they're so nervous that it's choppy. And more times than not, a book reading will convince people not to buy your book. Especially if you're monotone and you're uh, not uh, interesting. Yeah, and and so rarely have we seen, but when an author does it well, and so we were in this uh, situation, this author, she read the first page and a half of her book and everybody wanted to buy that book. It was fantastic. The other thing I would, would say on that line also is we coach all of our authors to be able to talk about their book in 60 seconds or less, get in and out and be quiet. Most authors answer a question that the reader never wanted to ask. <laughs> yep. Great. That's a good, that's good advice. So, um, can you, do you have a couple other examples of events that you've been part of, that you've helped coach an author through and been on site that were just amazing? We did. Um, we've done, we had an author who wrote a fiction book that was set, um, it was alternate fiction. And so it was set back during World War II. And the premise was basically what would happen if um, Germany could have come more easily to the United States and brought the war to us. And so that was a really interesting, um, it was an interesting twist. That is a genre that a lot of people like. And so, um, there was a, there was an air show that was taking place in the town that our author actually chose for his fiction title. And so we had encouraged him to be working that relationship with that local airfield. And so we did an event with him there and he sold, he had a a nice turnout on his books. People were interested because everyone that came to that event were, they were interested in all things air show related. Mm. And so the book really played well to that crowd. Um, we had one of the things that we do in live events is, uh, and this is classic Suzanne, she encourages authors to always 
stand up. Now, the typical bookstore event is a card table with a chair, and the author gets stuck behind it, and the author's sitting down low, and the people are up above, so there's no direct eye contact. There's a barrier of a table. One of our authors, uh, we were doing a book event with them at a large general market chain store, and it's one where uh, Suzy Q book signings are done often, and uh, we got caught in horrible traffic, and I don't know what it was. I think there were storms or whatever, and so we were about 15 minutes late, which we're never. We're never that late. And <laughs> we're never late What that like late. That. That's nice. Susan. Well, I meant to say we're never <laughs> late like that. So, we're usually only five minutes late. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Really only five minutes late. So, uh, uh, so when we get into the store, the author is sitting behind the table and the staff at the store had informed the author that you know that when you show up, Suzanne's going to make you get out from behind the table and stand up. <laughs> and so it was interesting that the store knew, and she knew it too, but but she was very uncomfortable. And uh, though she's a very successful, traditionally published author, deep down she's uncomfortable. And so it's our job when we do events with authors to help them be be more of the person they are and and it's almost like we're the uh deflection plate uh at least psychologically for them one of my author friends cammy tang she said i love it because when they walk by they're rejecting you not me (laughs) (laughs) and and there there is truth to that but as far as various um examples, whether we've been part of them or not, I will say there are some some examples of great signings that we definitely would recommend. Um, one is an author who went to friends' houses. I'm going to let Sean tell this story because he's much better at it than I am. Well, it was just an author who was a very, uh, I would say, meek, shy, and retiring author. and um, But she decided that, and in fact, with much prayer, she felt like God said, look, if you're willing to go out there, I'll help you sell books. And in fact, her first book was a nonfiction book. And Athena, you will know this is good. She sold 19,000 copies. Wow. And that is good. And her 19,000 copies, 3,000 of them were in Spanish. Who knows what that, how that happened. Wow. And, but, but the other 16,000, she decided that she would put together her own book tour, but a non-traditional book tour that she would, through a normal course of events or on the way to something she was doing, would drive and then contact people in towns and places that she knew. So she ended up, and I'll roughly do the numbers here, it was 57 events in 34 towns. And they were mostly, her largest event was 200 people. The average event was 20 or less. And the key was that she would call up and she'd say, hey, Sean and Suzanne, I'm going to be in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, I'd love to come to your house and talk about my book. And everyone who comes, I'm going to give them a free autographed copy of my book. And then you just provide them with uh, a light dessert, some coffee, and some punch, and we'll have a nice time. And she would talk for... 20 minutes or less. Now, here's how you know that 20 minutes or less is the right amount. Because the successful TED Talks 
on mm. all across the internet are 18 minutes in length. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a little cue from our friend Ted and make sure that our talks are 20 minutes or less. And I really like 18 minutes. And so she would talk for that and then she was quiet and, it, and then say, hey, I'll take any questions and then oh, come and I'll sign your books. I'll autograph your books. I'll autograph your books. And oh, by the way, if you want more for friends, they're $10 each. So on those, those 54 events, 4,000 books were moved. Now, you know she did not give away 4,000 books. And in fact, she was giving away, for every one book she gave away, she sold somewhere between two and three books. So not only did she break even, but made money. But here is where it really made sense. Because of those personal engagements again, that is why those 12,000 other books were sold through other channels, bookstores and or the internet because of the conversation that she generated by making those one-on-one -on -one, uh, relations. Wow. She developed a whole gaggle of cheerleaders all across the country who were talking about this great author that we met and this great book. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, awesome. I tell you what, Suzanne and Sean, tell us where people can find you online if they want to know more about you. We can be found at suzyq4u.com. That's S-U-Z-Y, the letter Q, the number four, the letter okay. U.com. Well, that was such an incredible interview with Suzanne and Sean Kuhn from Suzy Q. We had a little technical difficulty there at the end. So I will let you know that if you'd like to find them and connect with them online, their website is suzyq4u.com, and that would be spelled out S-U-Z-Y-Q, the number four, the letter U, dot com. And... It is time to wrap up this episode of Publishing Today. It's been great to have such gifted guests share their time and their wisdom with us. So be sure to join us next week when we're going to have two more amazing guests. We're going to talk about the power of collaboration, secrets for a successful co-authorship with returning guests, Dr. Dennis Hensley and Diana Savage. This is Athena Dean Holtz for Publishing Today Radio, brought to you by Redemption Press. Have a great week until we're back with you again next Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Voice America Network. Thank you for tuning in to Publishing Today Radio. Be sure to join your host, Athena Dean Holtz, again next Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.